Hi, and welcome to Revolutionary On Purpose, Black Women Building Legacies. I am your host, Zakia Walker, personal revolution coach for Black women and legacy strategy at With Zakia Coaching. I teach Black women to live out loud in public on purpose. Actually, my superpower is helping Black women make holistic life changes through strategic methodology. But like, what the hell does that even mean, Zakia? Um, Basically, I guide black women like you through holistic life transformations by going from the struggle is real to revolutionary on purpose. That is taking those points in your life that you're not really in control of and you feel that are a struggle to wrap your head around and get through to being revolutionary on purpose, to taking those goals and aspirations and living them on purpose by creation. We are all creators made by the creator, which is absolutely amazing. Whatever spirit or doctrine that you believe in, you likely believe that you were created by some being. And you were given the ability to create. And that's just not with our wombs and like people reduce us to the ability to bear children and have having our having our reproductive system, but that's not it at all. We were created to create. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not actually doing that. That is not only creating things, creating material, creating finances, but creating the life you want out loud, in public, and on purpose. And what I do is I help you get crystal clear on what you really desire change the habits that keep you stagnant and help give you the steps to get you there, to build legacies, to take what you want, take what, figure out what your end goal, what your legacy is, and sort of retrofit a strategy from there. There is nothing without a plan. Um, I am a lifelong marketing and business strategist, so that's sort of how my head works. And what I did was I took that methodology took that awareness that I have of planning and making strategies and evolving strategies and pivoting from strategies and changing strategies, resetting strategies, and I applied it to actual life. And what I realized was that when you have a plan for your life, you always start at the end. What does the end result look like? And the choices that you make should actually be in service to what that legacy is, what that what that thing is that you want at the end. So that's essentially why I coined the phrase legacy strategist, because we want to strategize your legacy. Anything that has a purpose, anything that you want to have tangible results requires a strategy. So that's what I do with black women. And I help them get mega clear on their desires, the steps to get to their their desires, and to help them live out loud in public and on purpose, not be ashamed. Because that's what the world has presented to us, this, this sort of shame of living in the truth of what you want. Um, I know almost know for a fact that if you're listening to this, you are tired of fighting for others and neglecting your own needs and desires. And I am committed. I made a vow, a commitment, um, a covenant almost to helping black women remove that crown of thorns that we have and heal from societal, generational and ancestor trauma.
So what I want to do with you is together in this movement, through this podcast, through this arena, help you break through those patterns, face the hard truths, and embark on your own personal revolution. And that is what I vow to you from today. This is what we are doing. We are embarking on our own personal revolutions through legacy strategy. Um, see, it's not as complex as, as the title may indicate. This is, we're breaking down boundaries. We're getting rid of those ancestral chains that, is keep, that are keeping us feeling like our moves are already ordered by someone or something else instead of creating there we go back to creating creating what we want our very nature as human beings and as women is to create and we know that that's what we've known from 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 conception when another woman created us um and that's such an amazing amazing concept when you wrap your head around it, you have the ability to create anything you want. It's almost godlike. There is there's always God in you. Whatever your your spiritual beliefs are, you are a creator. Therefore, you are the the a god of your own self. And that is in, insanely insanely awesome. Um so why do I do this? It's um there was a sort of a windy windy road to get here I started in 2013 as a rebellious spiritual coach Um, my company was called Leo Season and what I did was I helped people who were spiritual but not religious survive in a religious world Um, almost being outliers in a space that usually subscribes to some sort of Abrahamic religion and people who wanted to define themselves outside of that. And I did that sort of coaching. And when I was coaching my clients, I actually realized that there was a disconnect between myself and my black women clients, which is, it was asinine to me because I am a black woman and I thought that almost thought that our connection would be inherent, but um, I was incorrect and I was incorrect because I was assuming wrongly that being an outlier on a spiritual path looks the same for most, if not all people. And that was a wrong belief that I was holding. So I had to take a step back and see why my teachings weren't aligning with with black women. And it it was it was craziness to me as a black woman. So I stepped back and figured out what it was. I spoke to black women. I had conversations. I launched the 100 Black Women Project where um, in 30 days I spoke to 100 black women to see what it is that was ailing, ailing them, that was keeping them back, that was keeping them from losing their potential, why my messages weren't necessarily resonating with them. Um, And as a black woman, I know that we are not a monolith. So I needed to have sort of a a variance of people, if you will. And that's why I chose 
to speak to so many women and actually went above 100. But it was like my sample size to see what it was what was going on. And it um, it confirmed something that I already knew in my spirit, but I hadn't acted on. Black women are simply different. We're just a we're a different animal altogether. Um, other people don't have what we have. They don't have what we have on our shoulders. Black women are a group of people who were stripped from our culture through chattel slavery. We were literally snatched from everything we knew, taken through the Middle Passage, many lost our lives, and placed on lands that were not, not indigenous to us. So we've lost our culture. Other cultures can trace back through either written or oral history their ancestry. We can't necessarily do that, even if you take a 23andMe or an ancestry or whatever it is. They can point you to certain regions where you are from, but you still don't have those stories, that oral tradition, that rich history that others have. So that disconnection in our culture became disconnections in ourselves. Secondly, patriarchy. Patriarchy, the, the demands of being a, a woman are a bitch. The demands of being a black woman are insanely amazing. We're expected to be super human. People don't look at us as human. They look at us as as some type of superhero, maybe it's almost like they don't understand that we have weaknesses, we bleed, we hurt, we love, we care, we fall apart, we put ourselves together. But what they see externally is us being strong. And that is where we come to this strong black woman syndrome, this idea that we're we're built of things that, that are not breakable. We and that is crazy. No other human has that upon their head. Other people, other women, white women specifically, um, and either other, even other women of color that are not black, they don't have that. We are we have this strong black women syndrome where we're expected to have our cape on at all times. We're not supposed to show weakness. And that in itself is problematic for us because we we have subscribed to that, you know. We have to keep our families together. We have to keep the world together. We have to keep society, our communities together. And as the first people, as we know, the first people were from Africa, meaning the first person that had a child was an African woman. So literally the world was bred from our wombs. Let me say that again. The world, the world came from our wombs. So that mother quality is not only of, of a literal sense, it is, it takes on a larger form when you realize that black women created everything in the world. So that takes that creator analogy to the next level. How insane is that? So as the women who created the entire world, we feel like we have this 
maternal obligation, almost we're like the matriarch of everything because life began with our own reproductive systems. Um, And essentially that is transmitted down through every family line, which is, it's a, it's a large pill to swallow. And it's a, it's a great, great, it's a great burden as well as something to be proud of. Um, But as we can't get that motherly quality out of us to live our lives on our own because we bear responsibility for essentially the entire world. If you ever seen somebody's black mama, you know she's taking responsibility for the entire neighborhood. If you were around my mother, you were basically Joyce's other child and that was it. And that's that's the tendency that black women, whether we've bore children or not, we tend to have. Um, we have that strong black woman syndrome that comes from being the first women, essentially. Um, additionally, we have ancestral trauma. Now, again, being the descendants of chattel slaves, we were disconnected from our culture. And not just through distance. We were disconnected from our culture intentionally. It was beaten out of us. It was, we were killed for trying to preserve our culture. For just being of African descent. We were brutalized. Our families were separated um, through slavery, throughout slavery, after slavery. We We were made to forget those pieces of us. But you know what doesn't forget? DNA. Trauma literally is, is in our DNA. Trauma is passed down through, through our lineage. Um, there have been scientific studies on it through Holocaust victims, um, people who've been through war-torn countries. It's essentially called epigenetics, and it shows how trauma goes through your ancestral line. So even though... If we're living today, we're, as we're sitting, having this conversation, we have not been slaves. We've not been abused. We have that trauma in our spirit of being broken, abused, our culture taken away from us, our ability to provide for ourselves. Those things are in our ancestry, and that is trauma that is going down through our lineage, and we feel that. Have you ever felt such pain and such helplessness and not understood why even if you're successful you're do you've done all the things you've quote unquote unquote have supposed to done but you feel disconnected from something you feel a pain from something you feel there's a traumatic event that you're forgetting or you can't quite get a hold of that's because that's not even your shit that's your, that's your daddies, that's your grandpas, that's your great grandmas, that's your Aunt Sadie's. That is the beating or lashing they got from not picking enough tobacco or picking enough cotton. That's the disconnection and pain from having their children taken away and sold to another massa. That's the pain of not having not having enough food or any food to eat. That's the pain of having to serve other people's children while yours are God knows where. And that's sitting in you because that trauma is passed down. 
Did you hear that? That's sitting in you because that trauma is passed down through the DNA. Um, but there are two amazing things about that. One of which is that if trauma can be passed down, so can resilience, so can hope, so can the ability to live through unspeakable things. And that's in our DNA too, creating realities, creating revolutions. Our people created whole revolutions to get us free, created whole spiritual practices to get us free free created movements they ran away they kept running until they were free people and that is also in your dna the second advantage is that if it's been created in your dna and that trauma has evolved it can also be changed in your actions, if you shift that trauma mind, that trauma body into something healing, that can actually affect your descendants. Once you're an ancestor, that healing that you have taken on, that healing that you have committed to, those changes that you've made, that legacy that you have created, it's building a stronger people once you and I are ancestors. Now, how about that? How about that? That which was made to destroy us is what's about to empower us. It's about to be game-changing. And I'm so glad whatever energy, spirit, manifestation, synchronicity brought you here today because I feel like if you're here rocking with me right now, you needed to hear that message. Your past is not your future. Just because you didn't create the problem doesn't mean you're not accountable. Blame and responsibility are two totally different things. Just because it's not my fault doesn't mean it's not my responsibility to fix it. And now that you are aware of your power as a creator, as a game changer, as a life changer, someone who could literally shift the DNA and change the future. It is your responsibility to do that shit and do it out loud, in public and on purpose. On purpose. And that's why we are here. Now on top of this strong black woman syndrome, this ancestral trauma, child, we have generational baggage. And I know you know what I'm talking about. We have this because of these things, because of this trauma that's passed on, because of this strong black woman syndrome that's also passed on, we have this baggage that is sitting in us again. These are, these are beliefs that were passed down from, from generation, from my parents, from my grandparents, from my aunties, from my uncles, from my cousins. These are beliefs that we have that are directly affecting us today. And you see that in the patterns. Look around at your family. What type of relationships do, you, do they have? Are they chronically single? Are they chronically in abusive relationships? Are they chronically people who can't express love, can't express emotion? People that are always critical of everyone else. People that are chronically living in poverty. This becomes generational baggage. 
and it's not just your family as as a culture as a group black people we have these sort of we these sort of ideas about what blackness is that have embodied us and that have been passed down genera- generationally. That trauma that is in your DNA, that is embodied in this generational trauma. And it's giving us these wrong beliefs. And your beliefs turn into your actions. And your actions create the world around you. They create what you're doing. They create habits. And they affect you and they f- affect other people. So if we have this generational baggage that we're carrying around and that is heavy as shit it is so heavy and we don't even know how to put it down we don't know how to for lack of a better term how to repack it and pack efficiently like when I go to the airport I if I'm going for a weekend trip I'm packing like I'm going for 33 days because it's like how many pairs of shoes am I going to need how many outfit changes how much makeup what might happen there might be a storm it might be raining it might be snowing um, I might have a formal dinner. Somebody might ask me for a date. And I'm packing for every eventuality because that because I don't not because I don't know any better, but because I'm worried about the what ifs. Things that might not even happen. I have no proof that it'll happen. But it's a belief system that I have to be ready for anything at any time. So meanwhile, I'm going for two days and I have a a carry on, a personal bag, plus two checked items and still got to add a do because I don't think I brought enough. And once I'm there in my hotel, in my Airbnb and realize I've only gone to a corporate lunch and a brunch and I literally only needed two outfits and some pajamas, I'm sitting there like, Why did I bring all this shit? Why did I bring all this baggage? Because that's what I'm used to. Packing all the stuff. Because I might need it. Something might get crazy. Something might go awry. It's like like the Swiss Army knife. I don't know what's going to happen. It's like I'm a freaking Boy Scout, always prepared. But it's because we carry around this baggage consistently. It's also a reflection of what may be in my mind external things reflect what your beliefs are and we all have that baggage we all hear those phrases about let's start with maybe our sexuality when we were younger from the people in our lives oh that's a fast little girl just because she has friendships with men or um or things about our weight and things about even if you're chunkier you want to lose weight you're going to be as big as a house but if you're you're slim or slim thick you need to gain more weight we need to fatten you up those are things that are ingrained in us as a people who weren't given enough food at a certain point we don't know how not to sometimes we don't know how not to hoard it or as people who weren't given enough food at some point you're saying to yourself there there's not enough there's scarcity there's no scarcity in the world that's a wrong belief Our habits around relationships, our habits around jobs, our habits around, choo, child, our habits around money. They're very strategic and systemic blockages to black people in the world as far as financial opportunities and job opportunities, entrepreneurship. But I will not downplay the fact that some of this can be remedied by a shift in mindset 
But our mindset was created by this baggage, these wrong beliefs that were passed down to us. Now, if we can take that mindset and become a collective and shift the paradigm, there is something that we can do about it, even in the face of white supremacy. Our ancestors were nothing, if not revolutionary. They were all about the resistance and getting what was theirs. And that's something amazing that once again goes back to things passed down in our DNA, that, that those ancestral traits that we have. We are fighting the power and that's in us. That is in us, but we haven't tapped into that because we're in this like cocoon of, it's a, it's a strange dichotomy. We have these things, these blockages generationally, ancestrally, that are keeping us back. But our ancestors also have had this nature of fighting and getting through. But that was for the preservation of their own lives. And now we're in a space where it's not just about preservation. It's about growth. It's about healing. It's about prosperity. It's about abundance. It is about getting to what you are entitled to. And you are entitled to anything you want. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you not you are not entitled to have. It just takes a mind shift to realize that what you want will come to you. But you have to shift that mind. You have to address that generational baggage. You have to address that ancestral trauma. You have to talk about that strong black woman syndrome. You have to create the life you want out loud, in public, and on purpose. Because we are people that are intrinsically tied to these three things, ancestral trauma, generational baggage, and strong black women syndrome, we feel like we have the world on our shoulders and that's keeping us from the lives we want. And we find ourselves saying, if only I didn't have to take care of my mom, if only I didn't have to take care of this person if only such and such would get a job if only such and such would get off my couch I have to learn loan these people this this money I have to work like a dog for people who will replace me if I die tomorrow these beliefs these are beliefs that we have in our head over and over and over and over again and that is why I rebranded and shifted to with Zakia because that was the disconnect I was I was aware in my spirit that black women needed a different kind of help, but then I made it, made it tangible through personal revolution coaching and legacy strategy. Does that make sense? Do the obligatory black nod if it makes sense to you, whether I can see you or not, because I'm doing it. <laughs> or, you know, email me. Um, I will give you my email address at the end of this podcast and let me know what you think. Um, so yeah, that is why I do what I do. And that was sort of my windy, windy, wavy sort of journey to where I am now, where I am a personal revolution coach and legacy strategist. Um, I specifically help black women wade through the process to create their legacy strategy. And it's amazing work. And I feel like this is my purpose. This I was I was sent here to serve black women and I was sent here to create 
create many things. But probably the most important is this platform because we can't do it by ourselves. This is why we have a community. This is why community has created. This is why humans have a community. We're not supposed to do things by ourselves. We're supposed to share a free free trade of knowledge. If I know something that I think you should know, I'm going to tell you. And this is where the the podcast has come up. Um, I've been doing this for, it's 2024, so for maybe six and a half, almost seven years. Um, I've been working with clients throughout that time. I rebranded from a rebellious spirituality coach to a personal revolution coach um, a year ago. It's, it's actually been a year. It's almost our anniversary. February will be the anniversary of me doing this specific work. And it's been so amazing and so rewarding and working with my clients on the day to day. I am grateful for, I am honored that they trust me. And I hope that you will do the same. If you're tuning in, I'm honored that you are taking the time and listening to what I say. And hopefully you, over the time, you will build this trust in me. Um, I am super excited for you. So here's what you can expect from me. Here's my promise to you. I will show up. I will give you pieces of strategy that you can work on I'm not going to give you fluff I'm not going to give you bullshit I'm not airy fairy I'm not that kind of person I'm not all love and light and fluffiness and stars and chakras and and all those things I'm going to tell you the truth I'm going to keep it 100 with you I'm a girl from Jersey that that's all I all I know how to do if I said it is facts and I'm going to to offer you what I have, what I do best. And that is help you create the life you want so you can live it out loud in public and on purpose. That is my promise to you. What I would love from you is for you to just show up, listen, take in what I'm saying. If it resonates with you, ride with it. If it doesn't, leave it be. But I will be giving you tangible strategies um, and other things that help us collectively. And I'm just asking, asking you to come through with an open mind. And, you know, if it resonates, start sharing with your people. Start sharing with women. That's how we make the difference. So I will be with you weekly coming through with legacy strategy personal revolution coaching um occasional guest hosts and it's gonna be dope y'all we're gonna have so much fun because i don't fucking do boring also if you have a problem with cursing you should probably not come back because like i said i always keep it 100 with you i'm not gonna fake the funk um but that is my promise to you so what I hope for you in this in this time is that you rock with me. So just take the time. Um, you can if you want to know more about me, you can go ahead and visit my website with Zakia.com. That is with Z-A-K-I-Y-Y-A-H dot com. 
You can also visit me on the socials, facebook.com slash with Zakia. Instagram is with Zakia. Twitter is with Zakia. And my email is get it at with Zakia.com. G-E-T-I-T at with Zakia.com. So those are like all the ways you can contact me without like being a stalker. But um, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me anytime. Um, I'd love to hear your questions. We can talk about them on the podcast. Um, Questions, concerns, anything like this is this is our safe space. This is our space to be creators, create our legacies on purpose. Thank you so much. And I will see you next time.